This is episode one of the Twin Pod. My name is David Lissy. My name is Jonathan Lissy. You're listening to the Twin Pod. You might be wondering, why do we start a podcast? Uh, why should you be listening? Why are we even here, bro? Yeah. So we honestly ask ourselves that question sometimes too. Like, why do we start this? Why are we doing this? Why are we pursuing this um, podcast dream of ours? And um, honestly, there's not really an answer to it. Like, we just, we just really like having deep conversations with people. We like sitting down asking deep questions, getting deep answers, um, talking about hard things to talk about and discussing them and breaking them down and trying to understand the complexities of life. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of people around us that have really interesting stories to tell. There's a lot of people around us that have been through some hard times, through some difficult times. You know, there's a lot of people around us that learned a lot of things during their lifetime. So we just want to, you know, sit them down right here next in between us and just have them share their story, have them share what their experience is and just share that with you guys as well call it a twin sandwich we'll put them right here it'll be a twin sandwich right here Perfect. so so yeah there's a lot of people uh we want to hear their stories we want to sit them down get some advice from them get some tips from them they've gone through life um probably longer than us so we want to learn we want to grow we want to share that experiences with you guys as well for example a person here local to us is david's father-in-law i mean this homie has so much stories to tell this is true very yeah. true like tell him about like guatemala and all these trips that yeah he's gone to. so Whoever knows Yasha, Yasha Kolakevich, he's, he's been on 20 Guatemala missionary trips already. That's insane. Like, he's been to other places as well, but to Guatemala specifically, he's been 20 times on the missionary trips. So the amount of stories he has from there is insane. Like, we'll sit down with him on a weekend, or uh, we'll just come over to uh, their house, me and my wife, to, to their house, and we'll sit down, and he'll just, we'll all just be sitting there, and he'll go, you know, this one time, and we'll just sit there for two hours just, just listening to the, all the stories he has to share. It's, it's incredible. This is true. Like, on those dinners, too, when I'm there, I mean, he starts with one story, and he just continues in, into another one. You're sitting there for two hours, and it flies by like this because they're so interesting. And there's many people like that in this community, um, in Florida, in our lives, that we could sit down and, and have them share these stories because everyone has a story to tell, and we want to hear these stories from people. So we want to bring on guests and discuss just various topics that inspire them. Um, a little bit about us. My name is David. Uh, this is my brother, Jonathan. We're twins, identical twins. We were born a minute apart. Um, he's I'm the older one. He's the older one. That's true. <laughs> um, we were born in Washington. That's where we grew up as well. Um, Tell them why you came here, David. In, uh, in 2018, in 2018, um, I went me and my brother went to a Bible college, a teens Bible school in Jacksonville, Florida. That was our first time ever being in Florida. And um, that's where I met my wife's cousins. And then two years later, those same cousins invited us over the summer of 2020 when everything was shut down, Washington was shut down, COVID, um, we weren't in school, uh, we had nothing to do and we couldn't go anywhere. So we're like, all right, let's go to Florida, might as well. So we went to Florida and that's where I met my now wife, um, she was hanging out with us and everything like that. And ever since then, I've just been drawn to Florida. I've been been uh, visiting whenever I could during the times when me and my wife were dating. Um, I was down here whenever I whenever I could be. And then um, at the start of what was it? Twenty twenty one. At the start of no 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 earlier. The start of twenty twenty three. I officially moved down here, and I've been here for a year now, yeah, living in Florida, living in Northport, Florida. Yeah, and then I live in Washington my whole life too, and then um, in 2021, all three of us, so my brother, me, and then my now wife went to a Bible school in uh, Jacksonville also, um, and that's where I met her, and 
And then, um, so we dated for a year and then we got married. And then for a year, we lived in Washington. And then Dave was like, bro, come here. Like, what are you doing in Washington? What is there in Washington? True. So, I mean, we started looking at houses here. We started looking at houses in Washington. We're like, no way we're going to buy in Washington. There's no way. I mean, this is Florida just overall way better. So we ended up coming here. We ended up, so I started working with David and, and that's where we are right now. Yeah. So we're born in Washington. Now we're in Florida and we're loving every second of it. It's so much better here. It feels at times, it feels like you're on vacation every single day. It's true. Because coming from Washington, it's always rainy. It's always cloudy here. There's palm trees. It's sunny. It's beautiful outside. You know, the beach is literally down the street, you know. So it's like, it's hard sometimes to come to work because it feels like you're on vacation. But you got to, like, shift that mentality. Be like, all right, this is home now. You know, like, I got to work. I got to do all this stuff. Can't just go to the beach every day, you know. So, so yeah. Um what can you guys expect from this podcast? Um, we're going to try doing weekly episodes. So every week uh, on a Monday, we want to drop an episode. This will be with the various guests or it'll just be me and my brother just talking about um, certain things, certain topics. Um, we want to get creative with the guests. We want to have different people on, just hear their stories and get some interesting insights. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, topics you can expect from this will be Christianity, theology, business, real estate, politics, and sports. So big mixture of all these things. Um, we like a lot of different various topics, and we try to be knowledgeable in multiple topics. So we want to discuss everything, pretty much. Yeah, and then when the guest comes on, I mean, the guests will have certain things they're interested in, too. So you'll, you'll hear their perspective as well on certain things and whatever they want to talk about as well, and we'll just kind of pitch in. Yeah, to there. hopefully you guys will enjoy. Um, if you want to see kind of the behind the scenes of the podcast, we're doing a uh, behind the scenes series on our business social media account called decofilms.co. Um, and this series is basically just going to be like the, the problems and solutions we have while growing this podcast, like figuring out um, how to grow a podcast, how to build a following, how to improve a podcast. So if you're a video editor videographer or just someone that wants to learn how to do a podcast or wants to start a podcast in the future, this is the series for you. You can check it out at decofilms.co on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Yeah, and while we're on that topic, why don't you just explain Deco a little bit? Like, what, what is even Deco Films? So Deco Films is a video production company that I created with my wife. Um, it stands for D&E Co. So that's where Deco comes out because my wife's uh, first name is Esther. And then my name is David, obviously, so D-E-C-O, Deco, that's where it came from. And basically, we specialize in short-form content, uh, creating content for uh, businesses, for companies. Um, basically, we, see, we saw a problem in, uh, like a, a problem in, in companies where they're not getting enough leads without like spending a bunch of money on um, paid advertisements and like these other marketing techniques that are super expensive, like that's the only way they're getting leads. Um, our solution is, so they're not getting enough leads through that way, or they have to like dump a bunch of money just to get leads. Well, our solution is let's generate leads for you through growing organically on social media, through posting consistent quality content, you know? So what we do is a business will reach out to us and they're like, hey, we need content, right? We'll come out in a day, in two days, whatever, we'll come grab, we'll script everything out, right? We'll grab a bunch of ideas, plan, whatever. 
what kind of video ideas they can do, what kind of photos we need to take, what's their business, like what are their competitors doing, we'll script all this stuff out, we'll come down there, film, get some interviews of them, get some photos of them, and then we'll build out a month's worth of content, two months worth of content, however much it is, however much they need, and we'll deliver it on the first of the next month. So we basically film, edit, get everything together on the first of each month, we deliver all the stuff to them, and they have a month, two months worth of content ready to post, ready to be consistent, it's high quality. They don't have to worry about, all right, what am I gonna post? When am I gonna film? When am I gonna edit? They have a professional company that does it all for them. All they have to do is pay us the money. This is true. What about some backstory? Like, when did you start? When did you even start getting interested into videography? All this, like, tell us all the way back. Yeah, so I had a, I mean, back in the day, you remember, we would make like these little videos, um, at home, we would have that little Canon point and shoot. And I remember we would just like make little videos around the house. If it was like like a secret agent video or like yeah. a basketball video. How old were you then, like 12? I mean, yeah, I was probably, probably 10, best. 12. I was I definitely elementary school. Um, and yeah, I, I would use, what was it? Windows Movie Maker, I think, was the program there yeah, on so. Windows. And I was just trying to cut stuff together, try making a video. I thought it was super cool. And then um, slowly that passion kind of grew and grew. I kind of learned more about editing. I tried every single editing software in the books. Um, Premiere Pro, DaVinci, um, there was Final Cut, there was Sony Vegas, there was Lightworks, there was Movie Maker, like all of these, like I, I went through all of them, tested out all of them, trying to see which one I liked. And I finally came to Premiere Pro. That's the one I kind of studied the most. That's the one I uh, grew the most in of my knowledge. And, um, I remember parents bought me a camera for I think my 16th birthday or something like that. It was this nice camera and that's when I started to truly like dedicate time to learn how to do it, how to film, how to like better my craft. And slowly I started to get paid for projects like a wedding here, a little commercial shoot there, some social media content there. And I was slowly like, I was like, dang, I'm actually making, making something from this, you know? Like this is a hobby and I'm making slowly money, you know? And then, after SMBS, which was the Bible school in, in Jacksonville, Florida, they offered me a job there. And that's, that's where I kind of learned like, whoa, like I can actually make consistent money from something that I really love to do, like from videography. And that kind of opened my eyes while I was there. I started working with some other people, started getting more wedding clients. And I slowly like just increased the amount I was making. I was like, man, what if I could do this full time? Like, what would that look like? What, how, would, how can I get there? You know, and slowly realized that like, to get there, I need to work consistently um, with either a business or a realtors or something. Like I need, to, I need to make money consistently and I need to know that there's gonna be something coming in every month. And for the beginning of it, most of it was just weddings. And then slowly I got like retainer clients and people that would like consistently, like every month they need content and they would pay me and I would go out there and film with them like a realtor or something like that, you know? And then when I moved here to Northport, like the biggest break I got was this podcast that I literally reached out to. It's called the Tampa Bay Developer Podcast. I literally saw like a post that they were started a podcast. It was, it was I think it was episode one. I saw a post that they they started it, and I was like, whoa, like, huh? It doesn't look like they're really editing this or anything like that. So I reached out to them like, hey, do you guys need a, a video editor for your podcast? Like, I'd be interested in helping out. And they replied like instantly. They're like, yeah, let's do it. And ever since then, if we haven't looked back. Like, I've been we're on episode what forty six now. Forty six, yeah. Episode forty six, and and I've been creating content with them, helping them grow. Um, they've been over, I think, 2 million views now. 
two million views, seventeen thousand followers on yeah. Instagram as of seventeen thousand win like yesterday. Or something. Uh, at the beginning of this year, so start of twenty twenty three, I think they had like five hundred, seven hundred. Well, they followers. started in February. Yeah, they started in February of twenty twenty three. Yeah, so it's not even been a year, and they're already growing yeah, like seventeen k on Instagram, um, and then on YouTube, I think they have over seven hundred subscribers now. And we would slowly grow in that one as well. Yeah, well, when was the first wedding you did? Because, I mean, I feel like that's the biggest break for you is when you started weddings. Yeah, so I did, my first wedding was, I think, our cousin Roman. I think that was the first wedding I ever did. Like, what, 17? 2017, probably, yeah. I charged, I think, 400 bucks for that whole wedding. And it took me, (laughs) I think it took me, like, eight months to edit that thing. It took so long. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was slowly trying to figure it out. But... It was all learning process. I really enjoyed it. I remember uh, I, I was going to hire a second shooter for that day, and I already talked with him and everything like that. And the wedding day comes, and wedding's already starting. I'm calling him. He's not pulling up. He's not pulling up. I'm, like, confused. Like, I'm supposed to have a second shooter. I already talked with him everything. He's not coming for some reason. And uh, apparently he overslept, and he didn't <laughs> show up. So I had to film the whole thing by myself. Dang. But, yeah, you live and you learn. Yep. So my brother here... He recently joined Deco as well. And um, basically how we're structured is I'm kind of in charge of the um, the commercial business side of it. So like working with businesses, working, doing commercials, content like that. And then my wife, Esther, she's in charge of the wedding part of it. So like wedding films, um, talking with all the wedding clients, posting on the wedding pages. Like she's in charge of that. And I'm in charge of this part. And then what I needed was... Um, was someone who could talk to clients, client communication, analytics, research, all this stuff, scripting. I needed someone to do that. And when John was like saying that he didn't really want to work at Mercedes anymore, I was like, bet, let's, let's have him hop on. He already has sales experience. He, he already kind of knows the, the business. He's been doing filming before. Like he did videography with me a couple times before. So he kind of knows the business. Let's, let's take him on. Um, and teach him like what I've been doing and he could grow the business with me. So I hired on John and we've been growing ever since. Yeah, very thankful because before this, so uh, right before we moved to Florida, I was working at Mercedes and I worked there in Washington for uh, Mercedes for about, I want to say a year and a half. And then once we moved here, um, I got a job again at Mercedes, but the Mercedes I got uh, hired from was, or hired to, was an hour and almost an hour and 30 minutes away from my house. So every day I had to drive an hour 30 there, an hour 30 back. And then if traffic ever hit, pff, I was in traffic for maybe the most I was ever in traffic one way was almost three hours. So after some time of that, I, I, it got pretty annoying. The traffic got pretty annoying. So I was really grateful that David brought me on. And um, now I, I live 20 minutes away from this office. So literally, the the time I save just yeah. from drives alone is, is definitely worth it. Yeah, driving a Clearwater Mercedes, that's that's three hours out of your day where you literally can't do anything. You're just driving. Facts. That's insane. Yeah. Dang, that's rough. So, okay, but going from, from Mercedes, so you were the sales for parts, right? Part, parts, part sales, yeah. Part sales. So you did part sales. What's the biggest difference between part sales, like a salesman for parts at Mercedes, versus like... Um, doing sales and client communication for like a video production company? I'll say the biggest difference is um, with part sales, you're selling a product, right? You're, you're literally customer walks in or a technician walks in, you're selling them the physical part. Whereas in 
for videography, you're selling them a service, not necessarily a product, you're selling them a service. Um, you know, 12 pieces of content for this month or whatever. Um, so that's, I would say that's the biggest difference between um, sales for Mercedes and sales here. Uh, but in regards to clients, um, I would say also in, in Mercedes, the people that you're selling to, they're gonna buy for sure. Well, I mean, 90% of the time they're gonna buy, you know, unless you tell them a really ridiculous price, they're gonna buy, because they're coming to the dealership to buy the parts, you know? So I would say that's the biggest, biggest thing as well, because here, while I'm working here, I'm reaching out to people and I'm trying to get, get them to buy, you know? So you're not necessarily, unless you're reaching out to the people that were actively looking for a videographer, you gotta, you gotta explain to them or, or sell them in a way that they see the need for you. They see the need for the videography company. They see the need for content. Otherwise, you're not gonna sell them because if they don't think they have a content problem, you're, they're not gonna buy. Whereas in Mercedes, everyone that was walking into the parts department were gonna buy something. They're, they're there to buy something. So it was really easy to sell at Mercedes because you were selling to a client who, who was already ready and in the state to buy. Whereas here, you're, you have to, in a way, first let them know that they have a problem with content. They have a problem and then you sell it to them. So that's the, that's the biggest thing. In, in Clearwater Mercedes or Mercedes sales, I was getting a lot of yeses right away. Here, I'm getting a lot of noes right away. So there's that biggest, that's probably the biggest shift that I've seen here. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a stepping stone. You just gotta get around that and just get to the people that actually want it. Yeah. So what, what's some things you learned at Mercedes that you're implementing here? Um, I would just say, um, just having like a system in place, system and structure. So there's there's certain certain things, certain guidelines that you have to follow throughout the whole process, um, through the process of talking to the client and then through the process of finally closing the client, getting the getting the payment, getting the deal done, and that whole process I'm incorporating here too because we we like last week we built out a system, a complete system of, of where to go from actually reaching out to the client to um, having them show interest to having them. Um, reaching out and saying like, yeah, we're interested to us going out and like right now we're, we're doing a promo where we just so that they could see kind of like what we could do and everything. We're giving them a free video. Uh, so we go out there, film, edit a free video for them. We send it out to them and then they're like, okay, yeah, let's keep, let's, let's keep going, you know? So then, then we hire them on. So just that whole process of building out the whole process from beginning to closing the client. Gotcha. Um, what's some like cold outreach strategies um, that service businesses can implement to like get more leads. Like if they're not doing any paid advertisement or they're not really doing a lot of social media content, but they like literally just, all they can do is cold outreach. What kind of strategies would you recommend for them? Um, so for service clients, uh, so something I've been doing is literally direct, direct messaging clients. So like I have a list, I, I built out a whole list of every, every, pretty much every business around here and I would just go and uh, I have a few steps. So first I would like DM or email them. And then I would, if, if there was still no reply, I would, I would, you know, Facebook message them, no reply, text them, call them. And finally on the list is, is literally like a, uh, just walk in, walk into in person into the business and go through there. So, I mean, there's a lot of avenues you could do for cold outreach, but I would say that's probably one of the, it takes a lot of time, but it, it definitely works. Yeah. <clears throat> gotcha. Is there any stories from Mercedes that some funny stuff that happened? What's the funniest thing that ever happened? Ah, Mercedes clients, man. They're just, 
They're, they're a particular type. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, you know, there's... What, their, what are they, like, entitled or what? It's just... Yeah, with Mercedes clients, you people that buy Mercedes, they're either someone who's already made it or people that are faking that they made it, you know? So... So there's a lot of those people. So there's a lot of cool people at Mercedes. Not, not gonna lie. A lot of the Mercedes customers were really cool. Like you talk to them and they're super chill. They're, you know, they're nice. They're just, it's whatever. It's life. And then there's some that just feel like they own the world. I don't know what it is with them, but it just, it just literally feels like, like they're entitled to everything and, and they mm -hmm. want everything their way, whatever. You know, like one time I was on the phone call and this guy was buying um, uh, run flat tires for his car. You know, so he was buying tires. He's like, hey, um, he called the parts department I picked up. Mm. Um, and he was like, hey, I'm buying run flat tires for my car. I'm going to switch over from regular tires to run flat tires. Yeah. And he's like, is there going to be a big difference? Like, am I going to notice a difference? And I'm like, honestly, sir, you probably won't notice a difference at all. It's tires. Like, I mean, sure, it'll be run flats, but you probably won't notice any difference in your drive type, um, in the noise of the driver, anything. Like, it'll, it'll, honestly, you probably won't even notice anything. He's, and he goes off him. He's like, what? No, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just some um, uh, minimum wage worker over there at parts department. You don't know anything. And at that point, I mean, what are you going to say? This guy, I was just like, all right, sir, have a good day. And I just hung up. Because, like, there's nothing else you could do. So yeah. it's, it's just that kind of attitude. There, there's a lot of people like that in the Mercedes world. Yeah. What about the guy that uh, forgot to put oil in the engine? Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, so one of the techs, it was actually a tech. <laughs> one of the techs was um, working on the car, and I think it was some lady. She brought her car in for an oil change, basic oil change. And um, he went, switched out, you know, drained the oil, put in the new oil filter. And then I guess it just slipped his mind, but he went, clicked the button to start the car, and do 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 seized up right away. So... Yeah, there's, there's stories like that all the time. Just forgot yeah. to put oil in the car. Yeah. So a warranty took care of that, or what happened? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a whole process, but I, I, I honestly forgot how it all ended, but Dang. something, yeah, it, it was taken care of. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, um, next week, we're going to have, we're going to try having a, a guest on. We're not exactly sure yet where we, it'll be a surprise for you guys, but... Uh, it'll be a surprise for us, too, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> so, but the basic thing is... Um, like we want you guys to get involved, the listeners, if, if you're interested in this, if you're interested in hearing people's stories, stuff like that, um, follow along, give us some feedback. We want to hear like if we're doing something wrong, if there's a way we can improve, give us advice, give us some tips. We want to learn how we can get better at this. Um, we've got a long journey ahead of us. We want to get better. We want to get some more equipment. We want to get a bigger table. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need, for sure. We're going to need another another uh, chair for, for the guests. But yeah, we're going to grow and... Um, Recommend guests to us as well. Also, if you want to be on the podcast, reach yeah. out too. Just DM us, whatever, just any way you can. Yeah. Just put a comment on the uh, below on the YouTube channel or, or whatever. Just Wherever you're reach watching. out and just say, hey, like I have an interesting story. Can I can I be on the podcast? Yeah, especially if you live in, live in Northport or Sarasota, Tampa area. Um, Fort Myers. Fort Myers, yeah. We're, we're in Northport. Orlando. So come through. Jacksonville. Yeah, <laughs> all of Florida. <laughs> Yeah, and if you live out of state, we could always do like a Zoom call or something like that. So, I mean, we got ways to get in contact with you to get you on, on the podcast. You just got to have the desire to come on to tell your story. So, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, guys. See you next time. We'll see you next week. See you.